what went down on the first day of the Giants Patriots joint practice. We have Mike debate from Locked On Patriots and Patriot Maven with all the lowdown, as well as updates on Giants cornerback Adoree Jackson's injury coming up next here on the Locked On Giants podcast. are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, New York Giant fans? Patricia Trainer here with you on the new episode of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Happy to have you here. And as promised this week, my good friend Mike DeBate from Locked On Patriots and the Patriot Maven is coming to us live from uh, New England, where the Mm -hmm. Giants and Patriots have been practicing. They just finished their first practice of two. And just a a heads up, Mike will be with me again tomorrow. And then I am in East Rutherford, so I'll have the the, uh, Giants end of it before they wrap up things before the preseason game. So, Mike, first off, let me welcome you back to the podcast and hope you pull down a little bit. I understand it was a scorcher out there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely the Foxborough fire was brought today. Uh, the heat was a factor, I think, for both teams. Uh, looks like it's going to be an even hotter one tomorrow, as you can hear the trucks and whatnot over my shoulder here at Gillette. Uh, but uh, a solid day of work for both teams. And I think both teams got a lot of good looks. And really, I think we're able to get exactly what they needed out of this practice today. All right. Well, we're going to talk about some of that. We're going to get your perspectives on the Giants. We'll get a little bit on the Patriots. We got to start off with the battle of the quarterbacks. I know we started with that on yesterday's show. Mac Jones, from what I understand, tore things up. Daniel Jones, on the other hand, had kind of an iffy type of day. But what did you see from each quarterback? I actually think Daniel Jones had a little bit better of an, than an iffy day, and I'll go into that in a little bit. But of course, I'll start with my wheelhouse, which is Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. Uh, I thought Mac turned in arguably his best performance in a Patriots practice thus far. He was sharp. He was attentive. He was able to read the snap very quickly, get the ball out, deliver it where only his receivers could get it, and really showed a lot of command uh, for a rookie that's very difficult to do in a Patriots system. It's very difficult to do for any player in any system, especially when you've been splitting the reps with a bona fide star in this league like Cam Newton. So ultimately, I think what's going on with the New England Patriots right now is they saw what they were hoping to see from Matt Jones. Is it going to be enough to win him the starting job? I still think that's a matter of conjecture. Cam is scheduled to come back tomorrow on Thursday here on the practice field at Gillette. It's going to be interesting to see how many reps he gets and how he looks coming out of the gate. If he puts on a strong performance, Patriots have a very difficult decision to make. If not, Mac has definitely proven that he can get the job done. And he looked great today, completing 18 straight at one point against the Giants starting defense. Wow, impressive. That that means the Giants defense sounds like they struggled a little bit. I mean, what did you see from the Giants defense? Were they just were they playing a lot of zone or man? I mean, what what was your take on on their uh, you know what they put out there and basically where the problems were? You know, the thing that surprised me is I saw a lot of linebacker coverage on the Patriots running backs. That's a mismatch for any team 
playing against New England. New England's runners are very savvy. They run routes very well. In a lot of ways, they're trained very similar to receivers. So in that case, it really surprised me to see that. Now, if that, and especially knowing Joe Judge, having the knowledge that he has of the Patriots receiver core, some of these guys he's coached, um, whether or not that was maybe kind of Joe feeling the team out a little bit, seeing what what types of looks were there, maybe trying to get his guys used to seeing things like that. Uh, it's a good learning tool and it's a good learning experience. I wouldn't necessarily bury the Giants' defense too much. I thought they put out some decent, uh, uh, you know, coverage at times. Uh, there was one where they forced Mac Jones into a would-be sack because he was just simply not able to find a an open receiver. The receivers were covered very well in the red zone. So there were some glimmers of hope for the Giants defense out there, but they ran into a kid that really was playing like he had something to prove. I think that's more on Mac Jones than it is the Giants defense. But uh, that was the one thing that surprised me, seeing the linebackers in coverage on some of the running backs that were out there uh, running routes. To me, that seemed like a bit of a mismatch. Okay. And um, I understand also, let, let, actually, let's talk about Daniel Jones, because I, I know Giant fans are going to want to know, you know, based on some of the tweets that were coming out, Daniel Jones had some struggles, didn't look very good. The, matter of fact, the whole offense didn't look very good. Disclaimer, of course, they were without Galladay. I think Kyle right. Rudolph just came back off a of pup. Uh, mm-hmm. Saquon, obviously not even there today due to a personal matter, but overall, what did you think about the giants offense? And we'll start with Daniel Jones, and then we'll talk a little bit about the offensive line, because I know a lot of people want to know how the offensive line is faring. Daniel Jones, I thought put in a solid day of work. If I had to rate both quarterbacks, I would give the day to Mac over Daniel uh, on this day. I simply think again, Mac was playing like he had something to prove, but that doesn't take away anything from Daniel Jones. I thought he read pre-snap very well. Um, I thought he uh, identified the types of coverage that he was looking at. He didn't look lost or confused or anything that you would be concerned about if you're a Giants fan that would really cause you to step back and say, wow, this late in the game, that scares me. That surprises me. Um, Again, he he was without Kenny Galladay. He was without Saquon Barkley. But overall, I thought he put in a good, solid day of work. Had a miscue to Kyle Duggar, and Kyle really, I think, ran a great route uh, to be able. It was supposed to be on a dig. Kyle went up there and uh, grabbed the uh, and snagged the interception. A couple of pass breakups by the Patriots' defense. Kyle Van Noy ended up coming in for a would-be sack. Obviously, there's no contact right now, but at the same time, um, the Patriots didn't really uh, put in the dominant performance that would lead a Giants fan to say, wow, they were just beaten from pillar to post on both sides of the ball. A decent day overall for the Giants offense, considering the temperatures out here, considering they're the visitors, they're the travelers, um, a lot of factors to consider here. Uh, But I wouldn't necessarily take away so many negatives from the day. Plenty more coming up on today's Locked On Giants podcast, Giant fans. But first, no matter what you need for your car or truck, Rock Auto is sure to have it in its extensive online catalog. RockAuto.com offers brand name parts for every make, model, and manufacturer at highly competitive prices and ships right to your door. Visit RockAuto.com and be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. That's RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. What about the offensive line, the Giants offensive line versus the Patriots defensive line? I think we were talking about that yesterday, how that would be a potential, you know, good test for both units. Who won that battle and what did you see? Who really stood out there? 
I think the Pats uh, defensive line won that battle a little bit, considering that guys like Van Noy were able to play that 3-4 hybrid linebacker defensive end that was able to get in, get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, the Giants offensive line, I thought, held up relatively well. Uh, but ultimately, I think the Patriots got a little bit better of the two on the day, uh, simply, I think, because of the preparedness up front and the play of, you know, in a lot of ways, it was, uh, you know, I think uh, the play of Mac Jones on the other side of the ball with the Patriots offensive line, comparing them to that of the Giants offensive line. Pat's offensive line is one of their top uh, units this year without any question. So naturally, by comparison, things are going to look a little bit skewed there. But ultimately, I thought the Giants' offensive line looked decent today. Nate Solder was limited in his capabilities, someone that I know very well from his time up here in New England. Um, I think they'll be okay. I really do. And I look for them to put out a better showing tomorrow with maybe a little bit more uh, you know, rest and a little bit more preparedness of what they're going to see from the Patriots' defense. All right. Now, let's talk about the other side of the ball. We'll flip, we'll flip it. The Patriots' offense versus the Giants' defense. And, you know, you talked a little bit about Mac Jones to start the program. What else did you, you know, you also talked about, you know, the mismatches and, and whatnot, but what else did you see? And again, let's look at the, the pit players, you know, the Patriots offensive line versus the Giants defensive front, which is, you know, it's a stout unit, the Giants defensive front, but how did they mm-hmm. stack up against the Patriots offensive line? I think that was really the battle of the day, to be totally honest with you. I think if you take away a win from the Giants uh, for this um, day of practice, I would look at the defensive line holding up very well against a very stout unit for the Patriots on uh, their offensive line. The Patriots offensive line sputtered briefly when Isaiah Wynn went out with an apparent injury, left the field. He is their starting left tackle, uh, left the field with uh, trainers. We're not completely sure whether or not it was injury-related or could have been heat-related. Again, the temperatures up here today were very much sweltering uh, in the New England heat, so it could have had a little bit of an effect there. Yanni Kajus came in, sputtered very briefly, but I thought did a pretty good job of anchoring that left side, which is extremely important to protect the blind side of a quarterback like Mac Jones, especially a rookie. You need that type of uh, protection, and I thought Kajus did a very good job of doing so. So... On the uh, the Giants uh, side, they were able to get pressure. They were able to, you know, give Mac Jones some difficult looks. Again, Mac just I think played like a guy who really had a lot to prove today. And again, I think some of the matches that he won might have been in the secondary. Of course, everyone is concerned right now with the health of Adoree Jackson. Definitely hoping that he's going to be okay. That looked difficult, especially toward the close of practice. Keep a sharp eye on that, Giants fans, and we'll do the same here. Uh, But uh, ultimately, I think Mack won his battles against the secondary more than the defensive front. That unit looked very good today. All right, that's not very good news. And you mentioned the Adoree Jackson injury. What happened on that? I understand it was, a, I, I think, at the left ankle, I think, what happened. Um, and it was a deep pass he was defending against uh, Mac Jones. Is that what happened? I mean, did you see what happened, how he landed? Yeah, it looked, it happened very quickly. So my vantage point from where I was sitting in the uh, the Patriots press area, which is where all the press was uh, uh, seated today, it was difficult to get a vantage point, but it looked like he did come down hard after trying to uh, to snag the uh, the Mac Jones pass. Immediately, trainers came out, they took a look at him, uh, they bandaged his, uh, his left 
ankle, his left foot. That was heavily bandaged when he left uh, the field uh, by virtue of a cart. So I think in a lot of ways, uh, you know, we're definitely holding, all of us are holding our collective breath. No one on either side ever wants to see an injury to any player, especially, uh, you know, someone who uh, was brought in to be a, a, a real difference maker in that giant secondary like Adore Jackson. Uh, I wish him the best. I know everybody, uh, you know, around does. And hopefully uh, it'll be more precautionary than anything. But at the time it happened and just the way it happened, it just didn't look good. But, you know, I caution everyone to wait for the information to come out uh, before we make any type of uh, judgment calls as to exactly what happened there. Yeah, and as we record this, Jackson was scheduled to have additional diagnostic tests to determine the severity. Suffice it to say, we probably won't see him the rest of the week. We probably will not see yeah. him in the preseason game this weekend. The Giants hoping that Adoree Jackson will be good to go for week one. Right now, again, as we record this, we don't know the severity, if it was a high ankle sprain, a low ankle sprain, or what went on. But uh, as Mike said, fingers crossed that it's nothing serious because – the Giants, they cannot afford to have an injury to the, the the cornerback rank, which is kind of thin. Even though they have bodies there, it's kind of thin. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. Mike, what surprised you today about the practice? I, I know we talked a little bit about what we might expect as far as 7-on-7, seven 11-on-11. Seven, 11 11, but what really jumped out at you um, from either side of, uh, of the ball or e- either team, I should say, that you you just weren't really expecting? Um, I hate to be a homer on this one, but Mac Jones really did uh, pleasantly surprise me. It's not that I doubted his abilities to be able to do what he did on the field today, uh, but to watch him progress and work through a starting caliber opponent uh, on defense and be able to complete 18 straight at one point, really lead his team. And even after that, the 19th pass that ultimately ended up breaking the quote unquote streak uh, was uh, a would-be sack that he took himself simply because he couldn't find a uh, a receiver downfield. It wasn't due to an incompletion or an interception or anything like that. He held his poise and was so um, adept at being able to run this offense uh, the way the Patriots Hope it's run a quick timing based offense that's based and predicated on quick passes uh, that, you know, find their targets accurately and on time. And Mac was, you know, brilliant in doing that today. From a Giants perspective, I was impressed by Daniel Jones. I know there are some tweets out there that say that maybe he didn't have the greatest day in the world. Maybe that's a comparison to the day that Mac had. But um, I, I think he has a solid ability to lead this team. I was impressed with his poise. And you can see the elements of, the Joe Judge coaching in this Giants team, the discipline uh, that they show, the fire that they're showing a little bit. Uh, there were a couple of uh, you know little dust ups uh, during practice today. Um, it's good to see uh, Joe's imprint on this team. It's good to see him uh, you know progressing along very well with that. So those were my takeaways and maybe some of the surprises that I'll take away from day one. Hey, Giant fans, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron for the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest 
And the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus when you use the code Locked On. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing, don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, looking ahead to Thursday's practice, which is the last of the two joint practices before the Giants come back to East Rutherford on Friday, which again, I will be at. And then, of course, the preseason game on Sunday. What has um, Coach Belichick or the players said about what the plan is for Thursday's practice? And, you know, how is that going to vary from what they did today? Because I imagine today they did a lot of seven on seven, a lot of 11 on 11. Are they going to increase that? I mean, what what are they thinking? Uh, I think at the same time, I think you're probably going to see something similar to what we saw in uh, in today's uh, session, but I think there's going to be less of it. Uh, today's session ran over two hours, actually a pretty good amount over two hours. Uh, I don't expect them to go that long tomorrow, especially with the heat out here as well. I think that will be a factor. Uh, my guess is practice will probably run anywhere from like an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. I think it'll be a shorter session. I think both teams got a lot of what they were looking for today. But at that same time, I think they're going to look at the red zone. We saw red zone work today. I think you're going to continue to see that. Uh, you'll continue to see one-on-one uh, -on -one drills, maybe a few more of those. Uh, but ultimately, I think it's just going to be a condensed version of what the Patriots and Giants put out there today. Bill and his staff have not really tipped their hand all that much in terms of what they're looking for. Uh, Joe was a little bit more forthcoming about saying that he expected 7-on-7, seven 11-on-11 seven, 11 11 drills today, a uh, good amount of competition, and that he looks for that to continue tomorrow. So it'll be interesting. The one wild card in all this is Cam Newton is supposed to be uh, coming back for New England tomorrow. How many snaps will he take? And also, of course, Saquon Barkley is expected to be in uh, New England tomorrow as well. For the Giants, Joe Judge has said, he expects him to at least get a little bit of contact before they have to go out there and activate him. So while I don't expect anything major, he'll be in a red non-contact jersey. I do look for him to take some snaps and to get out there into simulated uh, situations. We're probably going to see a little bit of Saquon tomorrow um, in some meaningful action. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I mean, because from what I gather, the padded practices are, were uh, Wednesday and scheduled for Thursday. I think when the Giants go back to East Rutherford, I think it's going to be a non-padded practice. So if they're going to get Saquon any kind of contact work, I would think you would want to see it maybe on Thursday. I mean, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I mean, I'm, from my perspective, that's definitely the case. I'm not sure uh, what the absence was related to. It did say personal. So we have no reason to believe that it would be anything else but that. If that's the case and he's not wearing the red jersey tomorrow, it might be interesting to see him take a little bit of contact and knowing uh, what he'll be able to withstand before they go ahead and activate him. So that's going to be a big key tomorrow for the Giants. I know Giants fans, they're going to keep their sharp eye out for Saquon Barkley just like Patriots fans are going to be keeping their sharp eye on Cam Newton tomorrow as well. Now, I don't know if this is too early to ask this. We might have to wait until the Thursday practice is, is wrapped up, but has Belichick given any indication what his plans are for personnel deployment in the preseason game? 
Uh, very little. Uh, he spoke about that a little on Tuesday morning. Uh, we're supposed to talk to Bill tomorrow before uh, tomorrow's practice. So that subject, I'm sure, will come up. Uh, knowing Bill the way uh, we all know him up here in New England, I don't expect him to be too forthcoming when it comes to his plans or tip his hand. But Bill has said, uh, especially when it comes to this final preseason game, that it's about giving players a chance to showcase what they can do, finding out their strengths, finding out their weaknesses and getting the opportunity to get a last look. So if the player is on the roster bubble or being considered, it's probably a safe bet that we're going to see a good amount of them on Sunday uh, because essentially it's the last opportunity the Patriots will have to look at their personnel before roster cut down next Tuesday. So I would look for some of those guys uh, to get uh, uh, some, uh, some pretty good looks, but ultimately if they're sure what the quarterback situation is going to look like. Uh, you may see a good amount of Brian Hoyer in that game. Um, I don't think Bill is going to uh, tip his hand too much game planning, uh, but personnel in terms of how he's going to, I'd look for the starters to get some reps early on, but once Bill gets a good look and knows what he wants, he'll pull those guys out of there and protect them and make sure that they're ready for a couple of weeks in Miami. All right. Well, it sounded like it was a really hot, grueling day, two plus hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah, absolutely. The dog days of summer, right? And Joe actually made his Giants run that infamous Belichickian hill that's over to my left shoulder, which you really can't see right now. Uh, But uh, that—that's—that's the uh, the uh, the. that's the Foxborough version of the grassy knoll up here. And it's, uh, it's unforgiving and uh, a hill that uh, usually, if you're running that hill, it's usually not a good thing. So Joe was probably not too happy with what he saw out there today because he's a perfectionist and he has that Belichickian mold of wanting to see perfection each and every time. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I think the Giants come out ready to roll. And plus they also had a, a couple of skirmishes from what I understand. Yeah, I guess David Andrews said after the game, Patriots center David Andrews said after the game that uh, it started, uh, I guess, with two guys talking baseball, believe it or not. Now, I don't know if that was tongue in cheek or not, but uh, you love to see guys mix it up and get that type of competitive fire flowing. But all in all, uh, it was, I think, a, a good amount of camaraderie for both teams out there. These are two organizations and two ball clubs that really respect one another. You could see it out on the field today. This was a really, really good day of practice. I can't wait to see tomorrow. Me too. I can't wait to hear the reports. And then, of course, I can't wait to see the Giants back in East Rutherford. Mike, my friend, great stuff. We will do this again tomorrow. And appreciate all your insight, your input. Make sure you get some extra water because, you know, got to stay hydrated. (laughs) Can't have you uh, shriveling up there. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. So I appreciate you, Giant fans. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, check back with us tomorrow. Mike will be back with another report live from, well, not live from, but from New England where he is based. And then I will be at the East Rutherford practice. And of course, I will be at the game on Sunday, bringing you all the latest. And then we have roster cut down dates. And speaking of which, we have a fun show coming up for you um, that I'm planning with Nick Filato. I think you guys will like this. Nick and I are going to actually build the Giants 53-man roster. So that should be a fun show. That's coming up later in the week. Hope you will check it out. For Mike Debate, I am Patricia Trana. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you again tomorrow, Giant fans.